Welcome to the Getting Grid Podcast. I am Brad Pohl, your host, and this is where we tell the stories of sinners and saints. I hope you can sit back, relax, and enjoy as we try to put some rocks in your pocket today. And someday you'll reach in and pull out and they'll be precious stones. Pope John Paul II said that we were all called to be saints. Now there's about seven, you know, categories or things you can write down about saints that they all kind of fulfill. I mean, these are obviously somebody's generalized generalizations, but you know, all saints are filled with the love of God. They all love other human beings. They're risk takers, uh, great humility. Uh, they're people of prayer. Uh, there are people of their times. And most of all, they are people who are not perfect. Now, listen, our kids can get stuff like Star Wars and the Marvel comic movies. And, you know, they can even put those things in order. They, I mean, heck, they get on computers and they, they understand them better than my generation does. And the appropriateness of emojis. They can understand, you know, they can understand all those things. If they can do that, then they certainly can understand the characteristics of sainthood. And these are brought about by teaching young children the virtues. And the virtues, the cardinal virtues are things that will stain the fabric of their soul when they're young. And those, those stains will leak out when they're older and they'll become the fruit of sainthood. So young children can get this. Do not be afraid to teach them. Our story today is about a young boy from Mexico. So this is back in the early 20th century, you know, when socialism gripped Mexico in the early part of this, uh, of the 1900s, uh, the new federales, uh, that took over, they were seduced by Marxism and the Masonic superstitions, and they declared war on the Catholic Church, and they seized control of the government back in 1917. They wrote a socialist constitution packed with anti-clerical articles and the go- with the goal now of marginalizing the church. Basically, they wanted to drive the church out from out of Mexico altogether. Ten years later, 1920 or 1927, there's a governor in Tabasco, Mexico. His name is Tomas Cannibal. He has been hand-appointed now by Presidente Calais. Listen to this. He restricted the number of priests in his state to six and demanded that they each take wives. He named his children Lenin, Lucifer, and Satan. His business card identified him as the personal enemy of God. These were some very bad people. But now, in the same town of Tabasco, Mexico, there was a young boy, Jose Sanchez del Rio. Jose had cultivated a very strong devotion to the Blessed Virgin of Guadalupe in his youth. He was a young guy who said his rosary every day. After his two older brothers had joined the Cristeros Rebellion, which was fighting against this new government, he begged his mother to let him join them. After a year of talking to his mom, she finally relented and she let him go. The Cristero commander that met young Jose was so inspired by the boy's grit, he named him the commander's personal aide. Jose's humility brought him the nickname of Tarsus, after the Roman altar boy who had died protecting the Blessed Sacrament from a pagan mob. In a battle on February 6, 1928, 
Jose's Cristero army was overwhelmed and his general's horse was shot out from underneath him as, they, as the army was retreating. Jose jumps off his horse. He tells the general, take my mount. And then hiding behind cover, Jose gets a gun and he starts returning firing on the approaching Federales. And he, he's able to hold him off until he runs out of ammo. When the army finally, I mean, when they capture Jose, they're, they're ticked. I mean, he's put in chains and he's dragged off. They're disgusted that a boy had held them from capturing such an important figure. Jose is about 14 years old. Okay, he's held captive in a church. The church has been turned into a barn. They got animals in there. They've desecrated the whole place. And he's forced to watch men being executed and watch men being tortured. Through all this, you know, not all this, but I mean, it's a few days that he's held here. Jose is able to find some moments where he could write. He writes to his mother, I have no fear of death. Being offered freedom in exchange for information that would lead to the capture of his Cristeros, Jose refuses. So you know what they did? They pinned him to the ground and they cut off the soles of his feet. They skinned the skin off the soles of his feet. Then that same night, Jose is marched to the cemetery on these wounded feet and cajoled along the way to deny Christ. And if he did, he would receive freedom and care. Jose responds in defiance, Viva Cristo Rey! Viva Santa Maria de Guadalupe! I mean, these are the calls of the Cristeros. They get him to the cemetery. They throw him in a shallow grave. Jose fights to regain his balance and shouts back, Viva Cristo Rey. The commander then orders his men to stab the boy with their bayonets one by one. Each wound inspires, long live Christ the King, long live St. Mary of Guadalupe. Finally, the commander lost his composure and shot Jose. In an act of grit, a final act of grit, Jose reached up, gathered the blood in his hand, wrote a cross on the dirt, and touched his lips to it. The smoke of the six guns that followed didn't reach the barrel's end before Jose Sanchez del Rio, nicknamed Tarsius, was held in the arms of Jesus. As the story goes, Jose Sanchez del Rio had two parents that deeply loved the Lord. Jose became a martyr. Jose became a saint. Parents, don't be afraid to let your children grow up to be saints. But as they say on the streets, this kid Tarsius, he was the sauce. Ain't it so? This is Getting Grit signing off. I hope you'll come see us at www.gritquest.com, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Hope to see you there soon.